0: Here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV.
2: Welcome to the MPW Digital Postgame Show presented by Dead Soxie. I'm Neil McCready. That is Chase Parham. Ole Miss loses in Tuscaloosa 24-10. Rebels fall to 3-1 overall, 0-1 in the SEC. Alabama improves to three and one, one and zero in the SEC. We'll talk about that over the course of uh, the next little bit. Jeffrey Wright will join us in a few minutes. I do want to tell you, uh, I'm getting a little organized. This is a scramble for us a little bit on this side, but we're uh, we're getting there. Uh, we're brought to you by Dead Soxy. Check out the exclusive selection of NIL products that directly give back to Ole Miss Athletics. Dead Soxy knows that success on the field is directly impacted by what they contribute off the field. Dead Socksy wants you to be a part of the solution. Get something in return—the coolest socks on the planet. You can get individual pairs or sign up for the NIL sock subscription. With a subscription, you not only get membership perks and early access to exclusive collaborations, but you also receive a regular rotation of NIL socks when you want them. That means you'll not only have the freshest socks in town, but you'll also be contributing directly to Ole Miss athletics and helping support the Rebels. Uh, Dead Soxy wants you to be a part of the NIL solution and help them get to a thousand members to make a significant impact in the NIL landscape for Ole Miss Athletics. So visit deadsoxy.com slash rebels and uh, stay soxy. Chase, how are you?
3: Um uh, I'm okay. Neil, I'm trying to kind of gather thoughts a little bit because it was a strange football game. Um we'll talk about the actual game, we'll talk about the ramifications from the game. Here on the show. um, tell you about Twisted Tea here in a little while. Again, all all uh, podcasts. This will be in podcast form very quickly on MPW Digital brought to you by
2: Twisted Tea. Yeah, quickly is probably the co- code word there, the keyword there.
3: Yeah, we're just hanging out. Um, You know, look, uh, from a game standpoint, I mean, the couple quick reactions. We've got content on rebelgrove.com, by the way. Neil's column is up. My rapid reaction is up as well. Um, From a game standpoint, we'll get to Jeffrey in a minute. They had chances to really... Extend and gain momentum and a cushion in the first half and didn't do it. Um, Alabama made mistakes. Ole Miss made mistakes. But when you're on the road and you're playing against Alabama, even this iteration of Alabama, you've got to make those plays. And Ole Miss didn't do that. They missed the field goal. They uh, had just went silent from an offensive standpoint. They had three straight punts where uh, they abandoned the running game. I pointed out in the uh, in the rapid reaction that Lane made a point earlier in the year to say that even when things were not going great, that they had to stick with the run game, that they had to really make it an effort because it opened up other things, and it's just the way things work. And he didn't do that. They had three straight possessions where Quinshawn Judkins didn't touch the football. They didn't have a traditional run play during that uh, during that that run there. And you really saw, and I'm sure it's probably Neil's number one point, so I'm still in it a little bit, is that Trey Harris was limited. He played. He was limited. Um, Sakari Franklin played didn't do a ton from a uh, from a statistical standpoint priestcorn played but they still consistently did not get into the middle of the field and they consistently did nothing intermediately and deep down the field and because of that I've seen the message board and it's it's an easy target every week this was not on Jackson Dart Jackson had one really dumb throw there that was picked off in double coverage and it was a killer of a series there's no doubt about that. It was a dumb throw. It was ill-advised, and it was whatever. But otherwise, there were no options downfield. He's turned Jordan Watkins into a pretty good weapon. He missed the touchdown there late, but they're scrambling. They would have needed a three and out or an onside kick and a touchdown. But I thought that he operated fine inside the play calling that made no sense at at times. And – did not have anything to extend and stretch the field. Ole Miss was constantly running sideways and running into the short, and it's so hard to beat speed like that when that's the case. You're having to yeah. nickel and dime, and you're having to just get there and hope for a broken tackle and do all these different things. I mean, Neil and I were discussing Lane going for it on fourth and forever. they inside his own, uh, his own territory, and they pick it up on a crossing route to Watkins, but my, my point at the time was they have nothing explosive. So you're going to need all six minutes. If you're going to score twice, if you're going to get the ball back – all, all, all those kind of things. So, I mean, look, they they had opportunities. They, got, they lost on special teams. They had a punt blocked, even though it only turned to three points. They missed the field goal. They they multiple times could have had fair catches and started at the 25, and instead they were hit behind the 20. They got lucky with one of the Bentley fumbles. They got back on it, or the, the Bentley fumble had got back on it. Um, they just did not play clean enough, and they couldn't take advantage of Alabama kicking two kickoffs out of bounds. Having the bad snap that turned the, the 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 seven into the three from the one yard line, all the different things, and then you got hit by the two things that Jalen Milrow can do is he can hit the deep ball and he can run, and that hurt Ole Miss in both ways. He hits the two huge deep balls there that really turned the game, and you 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 turned him into despite the defense playing an A plus first half and Suntree Perkins really having his coming out party for Ole Miss. You let Milrow be pretty efficient in in a way that I did not necessarily anticipate. I mean, Milrow finishes seventeen of twenty one for two twenty five and one hundred and seventy seven rating for the uh, day. There again, this is not on the defense. They hold Alabama to basically three hundred and fifty yards of total offense. No, this is on. They the were offense. on there. They were on the field almost half an hour through three quarters. I, I thought the defense played a really good game of football. This is on coaching, and this is on offense. Today is the reason they leave Tuscaloosa with a loss. Lane Kiffin spent Sunday
2: on his – let's call this the way it is. I'm not going to spin this. I said this would be a a big win. It would have been. It's a big loss. It is. He spent Sunday throwing shade at Alabama's defensive coordinator situation. They held him to 10 points.
3: His lowest scoring output of his tenure at Ole Miss in an SEC game. He has scored scored more points than that every time. Ole Miss gets
2: 301 yards of total offense. Ole Miss, a team that during the Kiffin era has been built on the running game. Ran for 56 yards. 56 yards. Uh, Ole Miss had... I'm looking for plays here. 17 first downs. Alabama had 20. Ole Miss was 3 of 14 on on third down. Alabama was 6 for 13. 65 plays. Uh, Ole Miss ran 65 plays. Alabama ran 66. Alabama averaged 5.4 yards a play. Ole Miss averaged 4.6 yards a play. Um. I mean, it just is what it is. Ole Miss was two for four in the red zone. Bama was four for five.
3: Ole Miss completed 58% of their passes. Alabama completed 81.
2: I mean, Alabama threw for 225 and ran for 131. Ole Miss had eight penalties. Alabama had six. Y'all can talk about hold all you want to. They could have, had they called the holding on the Alabama left tackle and on Micah Pettis, we'd still be in the second quarter. They, they wouldn't have gotten there. They, w- they weren't going to get finished. The
3: two most egregious things that had outcome on games officiating went one and one It, it took a down away from Alabama when they kicked a, th- a field goal on third down. Right. And Watkins getting thrown out of bounds that would have extended the drive and allowed Ole Miss to stay in the game right there. Yeah. Those were the two plays I thought officiating-wise had the most impact on the game. They missed
2: the face mask on, on – uh, Dart early. Dart, but Ole Miss scored on the drive. So yeah. I don't know that it impacted the game. Uh, here's the big thing for me is receiving Jordan Watkins, nine, nine receptions, 57 yards, He's 14 the, targets, Dayton Wade, five receptions for 88 yards, Ulysses Bentley, three catches for 41 yards. That's 17 total receptions among them. Priestcorn one catch, 21 yards, Franklin, one catch, 16 yards, Heath, one catch, 12 yards, Judkins, one catch, 10 yards. They don't get anything downfield. Everything must be nickel and dimed, nickel and dimed. When you have to nickel and dime, it creates opportunity for mistake, for a hold, for a turnover. Um, Look, Alabama wasted opportunities. Alabama threw an interception in the end zone. Alabama had first and goal at the one after blocking a punt and lost 18 yards and had to settle for a field goal. It was a weird game. And at the end of the day, I, I just said it was a missed opportunity
3: repeatedly. Ole Miss had opportunities in the first that half. That was a beatable Alabama team with a great opportunity to beat them. Super beatable. In the first half, you should have been up three scores. Alabama played horrific football. Could in the first have easily.
2: Half. And, and Nick Saban said as much coming off the field. He goes, You know, we're, we're, we're really fortunate to be 7 6. They were down 7 6 at the half. And then Alabama dominated the second half. Alabama wins the second half 18 to 3.
3: And as you said, Kiffin spent all week on this. All week. All it, week. I, again, it was a Super Bowl type. I mean, I close my thing with <clears throat> I close my thing with this and it's not verbatim. He talks about pro mindset. He does nothing the week of the Alabama game that is a pro mindset nothing. and he never gets a pro result. It's that is what's happened here over the course of this week. And now look again, we're doing everything in very Cliff Notes fashion. We'll talk about it with Jeffrey, we'll move on, we'll talk, we'll have the whole week talk about it. But they have LSU in a week. They have LSU in a week. They have Arkansas in two weeks. Last year, this started the spiral. This led to everything that came after that for on-field, off-field, whatever you want to call it. Alabama was the was the impetus to the beginning of that and the catalyst to when that happened. And you don't get that today. Now you have to immediately, after all the stuff, because the players see it too. They see the social media. They see the clothes. They see the whole deal. You've got to get up and play a game where, from a season standpoint, and I believe this, I don't. I, I don't think this is crazy, because of it being back-to-back in the nature and everything else, and I don't think this is a hot take. Overwhelmingly, if you have hopes of something higher than the Gator Bowl, next week's a must-win. Agreed. Next week's a must-win. If, if you feel like this is a team, again, you, that's your decision. That's your thought. But if you think it is a situation where you this team is going to anything more than like a Gator Bowl, next week's a must-win. Because if you lose two in a row, it just gets weird. And you still got Georgia down sitting there. I mean, it's it's... It can kill on you. Listen, maybe I'll be I know, wrong. Yeah.
2: You know where I'm going with this. I said this all along. I saw, thought this was a huge game. And now next week is a massive game. Because if you lose it, you're not going to Atlanta. Forget it. You're not going to Atlanta with two, 0-2 start. And you still got to go to Georgia. You still got to play Texas A&M. You're not going to Atlanta. So you have a team full of transfers. And Atlanta's out. A championship is out. Can you play with the same intensity? What happens when you play Arkansas? What happens when you play Auburn? What happens when you play Texas A and M? Next week's big, and if you don't give if if you don't win it, it's going to get really hard.
3: It'll get really tough. Yeah, I said must win if you think you have a chance at nine wins. That's my point.
2: If you have it, if if
3: you're yeah. gonna, yeah, I mean, you can
2: lose to LSU and still have the seven and five, eight and four season, but that's that's best case at that point. You lose to LSU, especially if you can't recover. And I mean, you, you run the risk of losing. You, my hot take was four and two is not on the table, or it's the least likely outcome. You lose to LSU and don't answer the bell six days later, seven days later against Arkansas, and you're three and three. It's a disaster.
3: Because you got to look at it too, and we talked about this. And I think I think I took Neil's breath away because I think he forgot about it. That's a bye week in Auburn next after that.
2: No, I I, I know. I'm well aware. The schedule
3: is is really funky in that way. And look, Kevin Steele
2: just put a put on on paper the recipe for how you uh, silence this this offense. We'll get to Jeffrey.
1: Uh, I feel bad. I have no notes. Uh, you guys, you guys basically said everything that I had written down. Um, I guess I would start here. I felt like this was a personnel game for the most part because when I look at it, I don't think either team really out-schemed the other. I I didn't see a lot of guys like – I didn't see a lot of plays where Alabama got guys wide open or Alabama had a play where you're sitting there going like, man, that was a great play design, whatnot. And the same thing holds true with Ole Miss. The key differences for me were – Alabama, when they threw it up to their receivers, their receivers came down and made big plays. When Ole Miss needed guys to get separation, they didn't get separation. And the other big note that I had was I wrote in the first half that this felt a lot like LSU against Florida State early in the year, where LSU had, I thought, some chances early in the first half to knock them out, and they didn't. And so you're finding yourself asking, well, what do I think here in the first half? Because on the one hand, you can make an argument. Ole Miss was probably fortunate that was only seven to six. Yet at the same time, I think if you were going to say Ole Miss is going to win this game, it needed to be more than seven to six because it felt like the longer the game went on, because of the personnel reasons, Alabama had a wider margin for error and when they needed guys to make plays, they did. And when Ole Miss needed guys to make plays, they largely came up empty.
2: You know, it's the baseball analogy, right? When you're watching your team and, and they load the bases in the first inning with nobody out and they don't score. And then they get yeah. first and second, nobody out in the second, and they just score one run. And then they do it again in the third. And then you're like, oh, my God, we left so many runs on the table right there. And then you end up looking back and you're like – they, the other team – it's you know you're up one nothing in the fifth and the other team gets a walk and then a single and then someone hits a bomb and it's over and you, you didn't lose because of the home run you lost because you should have been up six to nothing it should be Correct. you know you you had those opportunities and that was all Miss today and I thought Alabama in the second half kind of I thought they made they made an offensive line adjustment you guys know probably more offensive line play than I do they they made an OL adjustment that started to protect Milrow better. He let, they let him get into a groove. I thought he played a really good second half because he wasn't getting pressured as much. And they used his eat ball, which is the one throw he yeah. can make. Yeah, they did. He, they, they steered to his strengths. And uh, on the other side, and look, this is three games in a row, maybe four, I don't really remember Mercer, and I'm, I, I, I choose to forget it. This is three games in a row they, they can't establish the run. They just cannot establish the running game. And if this team can't establish the run and it can't get separation downfield that creates big, big chunk pass plays, it's going to be a tough slog.
1: Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I'd written down, kind of back to my personnel point, was it felt like to me both defenses outplayed the other team's offense. You know, Alabama's defense played better than Alabama's offense. Ole Miss's defense played better than Ole Miss's offense, but I thought the key difference in the second half was Alabama's offensive line got whipped pretty good in the first half. And I don't want this to, I don't want this to sound like I'm putting this loss on the defense because I picked Alabama for 24 points. I just thought Ole Miss was going to score 27. Mm-hmm. So uh, Ole Miss kind of met my expectation. And honestly, like the way that I watched it play thought they exceeded my expectations. I thought they had a pretty good plan for Milrow, and but the key difference to me in the second half was when Ole Miss needed to get protection to let Dart throw the ball down the field, they really couldn't do it. But when Alabama needed to get protection for the most part, they were able to. They were able to give him enough time to you know load up and throw. It's
3: a crazy stat too, right here. I've seen this from Sammy. Put it on Twitter and the thread. After four games, Ole Miss has one rush by a scholarship running back of at least 20 yards. After three games last season, they had nine. Say that again. Only one rush by twenty of 20 yards or more by a scholarship running back this season. This point last year, they had nine. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, no explosiveness in the run game at all. And then no explosiveness in the pass game because, I mean, nobody can get open, Jeffrey. I mean, is this – Is it play calling? Is it simply ability to get downfield in space and separate one-on-ones as a receiver? I mean, what what stalled out this Ole Miss offense to the level that it did?
1: So I was talking about this with my brother because we were watching the game together. The one thing that makes it difficult to determine is how much of their early down plays are just read plays. I mean, they're essentially running the option, you know, RPO, whatnot. I think the bigger problem is I think they've got to abandon teams have figured out how to take away what they used to get. The explosive run that they used to get was after a first down, they'd line up quickly and they were able to run inside zone and get big chunk plays with Judkins. I think there's two problems. I think teams a have started to do it and they're, they're packing in tighter and then B I don't think Judkins looks healthy like that's uh, again that's no reporting I'm just saying what I'm watching is that does not look like the same running back that I've watched all last year
2: sometimes getting bigger sometimes getting bigger is not better
1: no I mean oftentimes you get stiffer you lose mobility lose flexibility maybe the ability to cut I I still think the adjustment that I would make if you're not going to get if you're not going to get your big time receivers back I think where if you look at some of their drives, were they able to get going? I, I'm a I really I've never been the world's biggest RPO fan. Um, I, I think having it as part of your offense is something I just don't like basing your offense off of it, because in the end, it allows the, the defense to essentially dictate. And they can basically say, well, we want to take this away because we don't think you do this well. And so it allows them to kind of dictate what you're going to do. I think they need to do more of like the quick passing game early. And I'm not talking about bubble screens off of a play fake. I'm talking about like when you saw them getting their two minute drill and you got, you know, one guy running deep, another guy running the quick out. Getting those five, six yards, getting the drive starters, because you can almost you can almost tell on first down whether or not Ole Miss is going to have a good drive. Well, if, um, if they don't go ahead. If, if they don't get something started on first down, they just play from behind so much. And, you know, I, I think the biggest deal is when you know Ole Miss can pass, they don't really have a receiver that really – and I don't mean that to be an insult to Watkins, who I think is gritty as hell, and, and that guy's getting every ounce out of what he's got. And I don't mean that as a shot at Wade, but, like, they're, those are not guys that are going to be – you're not watching defenses terrified whether or not – those guys can beat you over the top, and I think that's something that's really missing from their offense because no one really gets open.
3: You know the the traditional set passing game, yeah, short because it does two couple things. I think it would, it would get dark comfortable. You let him hit some high percentage throws. They can get some separation there, as you mentioned in that five to seven range. Because, look, Jordan Watkins is a number two receiver, and he's a great number two receiver when he can be a number two receiver. Yeah. That's it. You that's, can't, his, that's
2: his role. You can't
3: let him get bracketed and then say, hey, go beat it and go do all these different things to, to do that. My point is, though, what those short passing games that traditional sets would also do is protect their offensive line because their line can't block in traditional sets if they have to hold the football. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's lack of repetition – I don't know what all it is, but their their pass blocking is horrid in traditional sets if they take more than about 2.25 seconds to throw the football.
2: And, and it, listen, guys, isn't it fair to start asking some development questions? Jaden, Jaden, well, would... I
1: mean, it's, always, it's always difficult to ask development questions with them because. I mean, I don't ever, like, they just bring in transfers. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, well, Jay- it feels like their answer to development is just to bring in guys.
2: It, well, it is. It's, it's just, okay, well, we'll just go to the portal and add 20 guys.
1: You you, you have
2: Jaden Williams play as a, as a as a true freshman last season. He doesn't, or a redshirt freshman. He doesn't play this year. I mean, he basically doesn't play. No. So, what happened? I mean, what happened? He... He was one of the ones that bumped Mason Brooks out of the lineup last year. Mason Brooks is on an NFL practice squad right now. So he was good enough to knock out a guy that's getting paid to play in the NFL, but he's not good enough to play now. You, you've you got all these young receivers. You have a need for receivers. Aiden Williams isn't playing. Braylon Brown doesn't play. Buckhalter doesn't play. Uh the, the slot receiver they signed a year ago, JJ Henry, doesn't play. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where are these guys?
1: At so some point, at my some point, theory on the-
2: at some point, just real quick. At my- some point, you have to ask the question. So, are you bad at the evaluation process, and then you just go into the portal and hope that it works? Because that's not a good strategy.
1: So my theory in all this is I mean I first off I want to be clear like I don't disagree with anything you said this has been you know this was a criticism I had even back to freeze when you run so many of these offenses that are all RPO and they're all they're all kind of trying to scheme up one-on ones it doesn't really lend itself to development it lends itself to who's got better dudes because all you're trying to do is scheme up, You're trying to scheme up somebody one. And then from a quarterback receiver relationship, really all you're trying to do is get guys that have rhythm together more times than not. When you look at like the programs that we think of as development programs, they do run more. It's less it's less RPO heavy and it's more offenses that, okay, it's. If they're running cover three, we're running the post. But if they run cover two, we're turning into a post corner. It's a lot of, like, stuff off of what they have. And then you get reps and you get better. But the problem is in these types of offenses, it just lends itself to, I just need the dudes. And I think that's what happens is if guys don't turn out to be dudes immediately, they just sit there and go, well, we got to go get dudes. And that that's – Again, I know there will always be pushback because it's an oversimplification, but I do believe that there's truth in that.
2: Yeah, I, I think their answer would simply be, "You don't understand. You don't. You don't Correct. really understand what we're trying to do." And my answer to that would be, "You're right. I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't see it. But why? If you're if you're not going to develop and play, well, why sign any of them? Just go fifty dudes in the portal. Do, be Dion Sanders every year and see what happens. I mean." The problem with it it, it again, I, I mean I we're being a little I'm already getting repetitive and we're not even a half hour into this. It's this was a hell of an opportunity. That was not a great Alabama team. That Alabama team's not winning nope. the national title. I mean, Knicks won seven you know of the them, other, and that's not winning one.
1: No, the 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 first half note that I wrote was when did Alabama become Iowa? Because like I, I want to give credit. That defense is legit. I, I don't want anyone to sit there and misconstrue that. I think that that defense is like that defense is national championship caliber defense, but that offense is like, that is a very like that is a nine and three type offense. And you got the key mistake from Milrow in the red zone. You did an awesome job in the red zone in the first half, limiting them to six points, but you kept giving them shots. And, The more and more shots you gave him, the more and more opportunities you gave him, eventually you felt like they were going to break through. And it's not like they broke through for, you know, 35. I mean, they got it to 24. But that was the other thing. You could kind of sense. I felt like you could kind of sense early. It felt like first to 20. And the fact that Ole Miss never really threatened even to get to 20, uh, that, that was a concern.
3: No, even in the second half, it's still yeah, it's still an old miss to get into the twenties, as you said, because from Alabama's standpoint, what they did was two things. They hit with the one long ball, which led to seven points, really in two, I guess. And then beyond that, they dominated the line of scrimmage and allowed them just to grind on it and hold clock and do all these things. I mean, Alabama in the second half, their drives, they only had four did I have to try. Right? Yeah, they only had four drives of consequence in the entire half. Field goal, touchdown, touchdown, punt, once they had a lead. That was it. They just grounded. They dominated a the lot of scrimmage. They got Ole Miss back on its heels. And Ole Miss kind of panicked a little bit once they got behind because everybody understood that they just simply couldn't get down the field quickly. And, hey, it's going to take, even with Ole Miss moving as fast as it moves, it's going to it's going to take eight minutes to get down here and score.
1: You want to go tinfoil hat with me? Sure. Did Saban play better chess than Lane? Today? Hang with me here. Go ahead. If we all – I think we all agree that we think Lane – Lane did not think that T-Rob was calling the defense because of TV copy. Agreed?
3: Of course not. Come on.
1: So, if our our working theory is they got it from inside the building, what if Saban was playing double agent? Hey, leak it that T-Rob's calling defense. And then maybe – and honestly – maybe they did stuff with USF that made it look like T Rob was calling defense because to me the thing that was very interesting early, even the stuff that they had schemed didn't work and I you know maybe if, if indeed they really believed that you know Tavarius Robinson was calling defense they showed up today and they were back to Kevin Steele running the defense and doing stuff. It did not look to me like Ole Miss. Like Ole Miss's opening script is usually pretty good, and it looked like to me all the stuff that they had worked on did not work. And it also lends me to believe that they might have prepared incorrectly.
3: It was for sure the worst script that we've seen from Ole Miss. Now you know that second drive was good. They got down there. They got the they got the the empty set draw for the touchdown to go up seven, whatever it was, three I guess at the time. Um, Yeah, 7-3. But, yeah, it it did look like Dart seemed confused or at least did not see what he was expecting on those first three possessions as far as what was downfield compared to essentially any Lane Kiffin offense. Because, yeah, the one thing you can count on is that script's really good to start the game. And even when it doesn't work, it looks like they just didn't execute, but they saw what they were supposed to see. I didn't really think about it until you're mentioning that now. But, yeah, Dart looked kind of apprehensive a little early because they simply were not showing what he thought.
1: I mean, very rarely – I mean, there's been games where Kiffin gets beat. Like, I'm not acting like this guy's sitting here undefeated, but very rarely do I ever watch them play and go, did they – did they know what they were working on? Like, it, it just – I don't know, nothing it, – it looked like they – it looked like that their game plan – was something that they thought was going to work. And I get it. Everyone's going well, everyone game, game plans, but very rarely do I sit there and go, and that, that game plan just didn't make any sense. Like they have second halves where it games get out of, get out of hand and whatnot. But like that just early on, it just, I don't know. It looked very odd to me.
2: Sure, was- Washington state, by the way, leads uh, Oregon state early seven, nothing in the game that I'm, Interested in Washington State. Took it right down the field and scored. First time Oregon State's trailed all year. That's going the first play? Uh, not the first play, but it, the first drive. It was
1: like the first three. It was like bang, bang, bang. <sighs> Arkansas and then Oregon is, State hit them with a the long run. The kid steps out of bounds and the drive stalled.
2: Arkansas is inside LSU territory at the 18 early in the
3: first quarter of that game. What's your very early take on next week?
1: I think everything is just... I, I think we kind of have to... I think we have to accept college football is becoming NFL light. And what I mean by that is other than like when someone gets beat on Monday night football and it becomes part of the talking shows, you don't overreact to the wins and the losses quite nearly like we do in college football. I think we have to start realizing college football is going to be a lot more week to week. Um, other than the game being at home and then today being on the road, I actually thought Ole Miss matched up better with Alabama because I think where Ole Miss's defense is susceptible is I don't think their DBs are very good. And I think you can pick on their DBs. And I thought Alabama would have a tougher time picking on the DBs than LSU does. Um, but I also didn't think Ole Miss was just going to score 10 points today. Uh,
2: no, I mean, look. You if know, this is if this is the Ole Miss offense, if they can't figure out the running game, and this is what they are, guys, they're really susceptible in a bunch of games this year. Like I watched A and M and Auburn today. I mean, they would be susceptible against both of those teams because both of those games would yeah, be close.
1: A and M, I agree with Auburn. Auburn can't score. They
2: can't score. They're going to have to switch quarterbacks. They're going to have to go with uh, but, the I mean, kid from even last him, year.
1: Like he was. It wasn't there. No, here is where I think he's going. Did you see what he did at the the end of the fourth quarter?
2: I didn't. By that time, I'd kind of switched to other stuff.
1: He put Well, I had to to make sure. Um, (laughs) He put the freshman in. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, look, if if it's going to be a rebuild year, that's what you do. You play the kid. Number one, it gives him an excuse. And number two, it gives the kid snaps.
1: It gives you an excuse. And then also, you can find out what you got. I mean, I think you can safely say at this point, you know, Robbie Ashford, and you know that Peyton Thorne are not your aunt. so I I don't know. It was something to monitor, uh, but I will say LSU's back half of the defense is nowhere near Alabama's back half of the defense. Like this is the one year you like. Normally you think of just you kind of just trust that LSU is going to have LSU is going to have DBs. They really don't. They're pretty weak back there. And so Ole Miss might be able to get the passing game going a little bit more. Um, you know, I, I I still don't think it's sky is falling. Um, you know, I, I just think they had a bad game plan. It didn't execute, and as the game got on, they didn't they didn't put them away, and you know they got they got out they got bully balled
2: want to thank some super chatters real quick thank you to uh, I'm kind of going through the thread here thank you to pocket watch I saw that one um, now of course I've lost him pocket watch right there thanks to uh, Austin of course he says every time we get our hopes up get disappointed uh, thanks to uh, Stephen Blaylock for uh, his super chat Kyle Wilson checking in on you chase you, you he says you look are you okay? I was reading something. No, Chase I'm is fine. Yeah, He's yeah, reading. Yeah. I'm good. Thanks to Stanton. He says, prediction for Ole Miss's end-of-the-year record and then Alabama's end-of-the-year record. We'll get to that one in a second. And then uh, thanks to um, – ooh, I lost it there. Bubba. Bubba McQueen, thank you for uh, your super chat as well. Ole Miss' – I, I don't know. End-of-the-year record. I, I, I'm still going eight and four, seven and five. I've not seen anything that changes that.
3: I mean, I came with Jeffrey, like emotions and matchups. And like, we, we are in a bit of just kind of stupidity from a week to week standpoint where it's, it's conditioned for overreaction in all ways. My
1: gut says, my gut says Ole Miss is an eight and four team. And my gut says that Alabama team's got, man, doesn't that just feel like a nine and three team? Like forget the jerseys, forget.
3: They look nine and three forget today.
1: Forget on the, that just looked like a 9 and 3 football team to me.
2: Yeah, agreed. Uh, Arkansas. Like they're,
1: they're not bad. They're a good football team, but they they looked much closer to a top 15 20 team to me than I did, like thinking they're one of the 10 best teams I've seen.
2: Arkansas gets a field goal from Cam Little. It's 3 nothing, uh Hogs. Arkansas. That
1: was a bad.
2: Yeah, that,
1: it, it's a crazy. I like that, that possession because that was an opportunity. Was it? Wasn't it like first and goal from like the one, the two, and yeah. you leave with three? Well,
2: it was. They had it third and goal at the inch line, and they lined up Jefferson under center, and they committed a, a an infraction. Their offensive line is now in the last game and a quarter,
0: fifteen penalties. That'll get you beat. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: I'm trying to think, though, who, does, who would give Alabama problems? Well, the other question is, how hurt is Wegman for A&M? Uh,
2: the x-rays were negative. Jimbo admitted that he didn't know. So it tells you that. It's probably X
1: rays are negative. Always tells me that it's ligament.
2: It Tells you that it's several weeks. The, now the Johnson kid came in and played well. He's competent. He did. He's, that was actually yeah. kind of
1: cool. Did you see when he threw it to his brother?
2: Yeah, that was cool. I mean, I felt good for their parents. Uh, um, yeah,
1: nah, I thought that was cool.
2: I gotta gotta see. I mean, like I think LSU going to run away from Arkansas here, but
1: I don't know. This game was weird to me. This like. I think LSU is a good football team. And I think it's entirely possible that we get to the end of the season and we recognize, hey, they had a bad 20 minutes of football in Orlando and that that really was not indicative of what they were. Yeah. And they figured it out. I think it's entirely possible. I also think that State made them look like the national title contender that they were billed as. And Arkansas last week worked extremely hard to get beat by I mean they dominated that game down to down and they just turnovers allowing the big trick pull explosive plays like that allowed BYU to hang in there
2: yeah tonight's a big moment for Uh, Arkansas not to necessarily win the game but Pittman's got to convince people that he hasn't lost that he can compete there because that was he lost to Liberty last year now he's lost to BYU so the natives are restless so they'll be super focused. And then they so got AM next week. Yeah, they got AM next week in, in Arlington. That's a big emotional game for them. am that's gonna be the challenge for for Ole Miss if they can't beat LSU next week. And maybe they can. I mean, who knows? It's gonna be in Oxford, they got time to bounce back. It would be a huge win. It would sort of I mean, calm it would, everything. It would cancel out in yeah. some ways the Alabama loss. The problem with the Alabama loss, I know I'm being repetitive, is that you just don't normally catch them that mediocre.
3: You usually, look at Alabama, no, and at the this, end of a game, you go, "Man, they like, were just uh, so good." It was on your racket. You get the win, and your best, your your toughest games the rest of the way are at your place to go win the West. Right? I mean, whether that's re- realistic or not, it right. is today. That is for sure. Whether you if you win it today, you go, well, "God, LSU's at home, A M's at home," because you don't watch Auburn
2: it. sucks. Yeah, you don't watch any of the other teams. I mean, State might suck. I mean, hell, Arkansas might suck. There's a chance that half the division sucks. Yeah, that's what they lost. And now, I mean, oh, like, look, if you're watching... Guys, Ol- there's if you're- a chance
1: the league sucks.
2: Yeah, I'm just getting ready to say, I mean, at the risk of people getting pissed off at me, there's ai don't think they'll get pissed off tonight. There's a real chance that if you're an LSU fan or an Arkansas fan or a Mississippi State fan, you're watching Ole Miss and you go, there's a chance they suck. There's a chance they don't have no, any... I- for all the talk about culture, there's a chance they just don't have any culture.
1: This felt like to me, and Chase, see if you agree. This felt like some of the games when Ole Miss would go to Tuscaloosa in the late 90s. (laughs) Like you're coming off probation, Alabama, and honestly, Ole Miss had better teams, and they would just find a way to lay an egg no matter what. I mean, I remember one year, like it might have been like
3: 2000.
1: 2000, where like it's three and eight Alabama, and Alabama beat them like 45 to nothing.
3: Tyler Watts.
1: No, it wasn't even Tyler Watts. Watts was hurt. It was like oh was Andrew the, Zow. Andrew
3: Zow came in and
2: won the Heisman. Yeah. Wesley, yeah. Uh, thank you for the Yeah,
3: two thousand, real quick, Jeffrey. This is actually hilarious. Alabama three and eight in two thousand. Oh miss, pretty good team in two thousand. They uh they got beat forty five to seven in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Wesley. Wesley,
2: thank you for the super chat. He says Lane so cool on Twitter though. Who cares if he's a no-show against the worst Alabama team in a decade? Listen, that's where we're headed with another loss or two. Is hey, stop tweeting, start coaching. Tweeting is only funny when you're winning. It's cute when you win.
3: Oh, you can do all I mean, it's great. You can do whatever you want. But Every- you take the middle out. It is awesome or the you're an idiot, yep. one or the other. Yep. I mean, that that that's it. It's people will go oh, I mean,
1: I I think I think it was And again, it's somewhat, you know, it's, it's body language expert watching. I paid attention to him on the sideline today and I did it feel like, I think he overestimated Alabama because I also felt like in the first half at times, it felt like he was kind of like, as long as we don't beat ourselves, they're going to beat themselves. And it felt like, and again, like, I don't, if, if your game plan is let's, let's make Jalen Milrow beat us. Like, I don't think that's a bad game plan. I think multiple teams are going to do that the rest of the way and it's going to work. I, I, but it just felt like in the first half, he went from two years ago down in Tuscaloosa where I thought he was overly aggressive to his own detriment. Today, I felt like he... It felt like he thought this was going to be a game where maybe, like, two two scores win, three scores win. And I just... You know, I, I don't know. Trying to get inside his mind He is,
3: thought they could do is, enough on offense to win a rock fight. Yeah. That Milro couldn't drive. And as long as... And look, they... They still and blew honestly, a couple covers. Most, I mean, they gave them part, some stuff, worked. but still, I mean, you
1: know, but. it took the two the two times he drove the football, he threw the that deep post, which I actually think was supposed to be a corner, and was it Burton who came underneath that made the great catch? Yes, believable adjustment. Burton was like, turned around twice, and then Hale made the Ooh. great catch on the. Top.
3: Jaden Daniels with a awful throw. Arkansas picks it off and heads the other way. Up three I mean, nothing. You see right now.
1: what I'm now. saying? Like trying to act like LSU's just all of a sudden going to be like. I just think going weak. Hey, to week I picked him. I be, picked
2: him to win the national championship. I, let's let's move off this subject. Let's just let's just talk about the weather or something.
1: I mean,
3: well, I there is truth There, Milroe hit a shot play, and Dart had his worst throw of the, of the game downfield because he got impatient because no one was getting open downfield.
2: Where was Did he, he throwing hit? that? No, he just telegraphed it and McLaughlin stepped in front of it.
1: Well, both guys could have picked it off.
2: Yeah, and Washington State up 14 nothing now. Florida... I'm up,
1: saying. I don't want to talk about my Beavers either.
2: Yeah, Florida up 10 nothing over Charlotte.
3: What's the line in uh, Corvallis? Uh, Oregon State minus you know 2.5. We a got half. lots of time. Lots of time. Oh, we're in Pullman. Sorry. Yeah, I it's apologize. in Pullman. Okay. Oh the my fighting God, Dave man, Dorans.
1: The f- oh, my God. That, oh my God, that throw from DJ.
2: Okay, we're a little behind you, so we're about to see it.
1: Holy hell. Oh,
3: wow. That wasn't ideal, was it? <laughs> the grass the was wide is open. he
1: threw it so bad it couldn't get picked.
3: <laughs> you know, Florida State's a good example of this week to week thing, though, because they frankly should have lost to Boston College last week. Boston College gets railed by Louisville today. And then FSU had to absolutely escape escape Clemson. FSU
2: Clemson well, was a lost. it was a good game. From entertainment, if you didn't yeah, give like, a damn who sure. won standpoint, yeah. it was a fun game. But like that's
1: the that's the like, to me, like that's the example of of what I'm saying. If they blew a protection and Klubnick gets hit and he fumbles, Florida State runs it back. But Clemson was about to go take a two-score lead, and that game was pretty darn close to over because Florida state really couldn't move the football all the way on Clemson. And instead you get the game changing play, Florida state scores. And then that was, I don't know, like that idea of like putting that kick on that kid. I mean, they were playing for a field goal and you're playing for a field goal from a kid who was moving to New York city to go start a job. Like that, that was that to me, like that, that's coaching malpractice.
2: Tyler Fitch. Thank you for the super chat. He says, have you all been on Twitter? A handful of the freeze era players are actively mocking Kiffin and the Ole Miss fan base. Very odd. I've not seen that. Uh, Marie, uh,
1: that's been something bubbling for a while. I've had a, a bunch of people text me like, uh, do you know how many times lanes beaten a team that finished in the top 25? Like there's been a lot of, The has been twice. a lot of that
2: the interest twice. And one was Troy Sorry, last Indi-
1: year. Indiana counts. It counts. Um, tr- I mean, if you're going to cherry pick the stats, it counts. Yeah, and, no, I get in And, tr- and Troy
2: picked- last year.
1: There was another really one. Yeah. Um, uh, was it a
3: Yes, A&M, because they were 11th one. when Ole
1: beat them that year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They finished top 25? I I think so. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean. Marine says, what's the call-in number? I've got questions. I'm not sure we're going to do that tonight. That just might not be the smartest idea, honestly.
1: I mean, I guess the real question for me is, what what is the realistic hope? Like, Trey Harris, I, I tip my cap to the young man for gutting it out and trying to play, but, like. Well, to me, like the question is, can, can Ole Miss get healthy? Well, the
2: question I had was if, if about a lot of those guys is if you're not healthy enough to play, play, you don't need to be playing, which gets me back to my other story. The reason they're playing is because none of the young guys that they've signed to develop have developed.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, you, you and, and if, even if you want to go, well, they're not ready, it's like, well, your job's to get them ready. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, figure out, like, there are plenty of coaches that have figured out. Like, it used to be young quarterbacks were not ready to play because most of the time in high school, everybody's playing these simplistic spread offenses. Well, then guess what started happening? Coaches were like, I got to get these guys on the field. So we started simplifying our offense and running what they needed to run so we could get them on the field. Like, I, I just, I don't, I've never really bought that argument of like, well, they're they're not ready. It's like, well, what options do you have?
2: Uh, Mac Attack says, how much longer does Kiffin get generally softball style engagement from national media with this type of output? Well, here's the deal. Oh, that's interesting. It's an interesting topic, and it's one that that isn't. It's one topic. that when local media talks about it, it sounds like sour grapes. So I'm going to put that caveat out there. If they don't win enough to be nationally relevant. They don't stop throwing him softballs. They just stop. They just move on. The national media covers relevance more than anything else. Hundred percent. And when they move on, and this is where Kiffin's interesting with all the shots. Like he took the shot at John Sokoloff on Friday that was kind of a what, why. When you do that, I mean, nobody in the local media is like, okay, well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry the flag. And so you kind of get yourself sort of alienated. And I think that's where he's, look, one loss to Alabama won't do it, but in a scenario where, say, they lost to LSU and then turned around and lost to Arkansas, nobody in the national media is going to care about him anymore. The and flyover articles stop. They stop. And so yeah. then it's just us and, frankly, there go the Beavers.
1: Yeah. No, it's a, there we it's go. We're point.
2: fine. We're fine, Jeffrey. We got this. Um,
1: no, I, it's the same reason. Like when everyone was freaking out about all the Dion stuff, and I just kept saying like, guys, it's the perfect September story. He, He's a wrestling character. You either love him or you hate him, but it doesn't matter. You have an opinion about him. And so you're either, today you're either sitting there and enjoying watching him get beat, but like it's the perfect early story. Last year, remember when we were celebrating Kansas football for the start? Yep. But eventually what happens is the season, we start seeing games and we start adding context, and then the narrative of the season starts to play out. And then eventually all the national people just turn their attention to playoff, 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 playoff. And as soon as as soon as the conversation turns to that, like that's where you would see the Dion stuff die.
2: Malik Neighbors is a badass.
1: Yeah,
3: look, best teams, best whatever, Trump, best stories once you get to November.
1: Yeah. Correct, because those they play the biggest games. Yeah,
3: yeah. sure. I mean,
2: he runs the risk if he – and look, I think they beat Arkansas. one game. I think yeah, they yeah, beat yeah. Arkansas. They'll win one of the next two. It'll probably be okay. But you run the risk of if you don't, the bye week, you sort of disappear, and then you go to Auburn, and the whole Auburn conversations about freeze and about, hey – what happened with Auburn and people are kind of like, whatever. And then it's irrelevance after a while.
1: Well, there's, there's no question. One of the big, uh, one of the big responsibilities of coaches in this era where players have largely become mercenaries is going to be, are you able to keep them motivated and keep them engaged When the season is largely, I mean, none of these kids care about bowl games anymore. Like, so how do you find a way to motivate and, you know, keep a team together? I mean, I think that's a huge part of college football today.
3: I think it's the question that we're talking about, but you're the first one to mention in those words. So credit to you there is, yeah, look, it's tons of transfers. You're at least some version of what you all came to do ended today It's to, it's, to some level. It's my point. Or about it's next going to end after next week if you don't win. It's so my it's, point about next week hey,
2: is when you right bring here. in a bunch of dudes who are here for a year and basically a year only, and there's a few that were brought in for more than that, but you bring in a bunch of dudes that are brought in for a year, and it's, hey, let's go compete for a championship. Okay, well, if you lose to LSU next week, you're not competing for a championship anymore. Now what? And so that's where I come back to the development thing. So if you're not developing young players, and the older guys are like, "Well, I mean, we're not winning a championship. I need to kind of think about my future." Well, all of a sudden, you're really susceptible to a disaster.
3: Saban simply just dominated. He said the key to the game was dominating both lines of scrimmage in the second half. He it's gave more than more than, than fair one sentence of a reason for that.
2: Uh, Wesley says, uh, in a game where you needed your defense to be average, they superseded expectations. Then the op- exact opposite with the offense. Our team can't have an imbalance every game. Yeah. I mean, yeah, defense played well enough to win. Statistically, defense played well enough to win.
3: The defense has played well enough every game. 300. Yeah. Relative to what the, they were supposed to do, they've played well enough every
1: they, game.
2: They held Alabama to 356 yards. I hear the baby. You got
1: – Oh, I, she's just uh, – Leah said she's supposed to be asleep. Oh, Okay. Although we can put here.
2: Oh, we get to see the baby. Oh, that's good. We need to see the baby. Put things in perspective a little bit.
3: It can be cathartic
2: tonight. Yeah, everybody likes to see a baby. Oh, look so at it's the, the baby. The fir-
1: it's the first time she didn't cover. She Aww. apologizes. Aww.
3: How about that? She's yeah. dressed in it though. She's, She's,
1: yeah, she got no. It's her game day outfit. But she. So she does she not, wear the
3: same was, outfit next week too? Now that it's broken.
1: I we Aaliyah <laughs> thinks this was the last week she'll be able to wear it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. We're going to burn. You're burning that now you prior know, to, bet- not- t- oh, to no, Oxford no, no, no.
1: Saturday. Just, thinks it's not going to fit next week.
2: Oh, oh okay. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> I was going to say, hey, wait till you get to the smock dresses. You're going to really go broke. How about that? Well, go
3: enjoy the family. We appreciate your time as always. Hey, man. real quick, Jeffrey. Yeah. Y'all got that big win last night. Are, are you a state title contender?
1: I don't know because Macaulay and Baylor are so, are so, like, Macaulay's entire team, like, they have like 10 guys that all speak French. What? Like they went and like got these kids from Canada and I'm not kidding you. They have one guy that's the fastest high school football player I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he, he had a kickoff return where our guy that's committed to Stanford had the angle on him and he just blew right by him so fast that our guy couldn't even like get the courtesy hand on him. We did beat Ensworth for the first time last night. It was like the most chaotic, nuts, awesome football game. Like it's one of those things where it was far from a work of art, but it was just so like quintessential high school football. It was two teams just playing as hard as they could. And because they were playing so hard, they made probably way too many mistakes. Yeah. Um, we're, we're as good as we've been in a while. I just, I don't know if it matters because the, the boarding schools just have Listen, we can recruit locally. They can recruit internationally now.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I get it. I just, uh, I, I saw you all score. Like I said I saw Houston beat Tupelo. It was just kind of a weird night in Memphis. So I was curious. Uh,
1: apparently, Dylan said that uh, the, the, the 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 response out of Tupelo was they got a Memphis whistle. Uh, Did those happen? I said, we got an Na- we got a Nashville whistle. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. We got a Nashville whistle and still won. I'm just saying, rise above it. Okay, fair enough. Like Enjoyed
3: it, bud. Thanks, buddy.
1: Be good. Better.
3: He must have got back pretty late last night, though. They were in Nashville playing. Had their to game.
2: Have. Yeah, so it's I'm not on a ton of sleep. Nothing there. more fun than I 40 at one in the morning. <laughs> We've been there, done that.
3: <laughs> yeah, even the win over Innsworth is not going to help no, you on that one. That, no. that's, uh...
2: that that high wears off, and then you're like, oh my God, am I ever going to get there?
3: What are we getting on Monday from Lane? Are we doing tomorrow night, too? Are we getting a Sunday? I would assume. Okay. Sorry, what are we getting at 5 o'clock tomorrow from Lane? <sighs>
2: Got to move on. Got to get ready for LSU. They're super talented. Do you have his thing? Lots of four or five stars. Okay. I do. I have Lane. Oh, me, you want to play it? Yeah, let me build
3: it. Okay. That's fine. Neal is getting uh, Lane Kiffin up and going from uh, Tuscaloosa here today. Yeah, I mean, we, we went through this at the beginning. I mean, it's just – it's a very obvious deal. I mean, Dart, 20 of 35, 244, the one pick. He just hit nothing down the field at all. I'll be interested in some pro football-focused stuff. Um, we didn't mention it. We just talked about the defense in general. But uh, Ceteria Perkins has his coming out party again. Um, two and a half tackles for loss. Two sacks for uh, Perkins. Look, he's going to make some mistakes, but – his dynamic. You just have to play him. you got to make that happen if you're Ole Miss.
2: Obviously, secondary,
4: things times, but the thing was to not have to be and big Disappointed, uh, result, win. Uh, can you hear day, it? Wish we did that last pass there, and, uh, one score, three timeouts, and see what would happen there. Disappointing, uh, mm-hmm. especially so, you do know, these guys again, at for a year. So, longest opportunities. Questions so to talk about the hit ability run the football, how that affected maybe how you want to you know, play this defense? Yeah, these guys are foriously hard to run the ball on. Um, you know, so we had some of in the first half. The run carries were very low on handoffs. And, uh, not totally by design to run RPOs. Uh, you know, Played a lot of extra guy in the front. requires you know, throw a ball. So um, those numbers kind of got out of, out of whack there. Uh, not the surface, but you can just turn the handball off against these guys over time. You know, shots and all
1: around. Yeah. And they really kind of got their running game going in the second half. Was it a scheme change on their end, or do you think fatigue? What a factor in this one. I just think it really, you
4: know, got great players. he only keep going down so long, to he can't, you know, that steel scores they not have a chance to get three at the end of yeah. Um, out shot over there, and they third their, their shot it was the same And trouble. that's
1: Coach, Emily Grace reporter from, from the next round. Who do you think was calling defensive plays for Alabama this afternoon? I
4: don't know, they did a good job. So um, they uh, did a really good job on third down I and mean, wasn't exotic is being you know, did a good job against us and Allen Kai it really well and you know, it was too late number three trying to go after like last and the guy did a really good job. Questions? <laughs> What's the difference for you guys between that second quarter and the of the quarter defense? I think we've got a... You know, you've got to make plays on offense. You come in here and you just put it on your defense. and You know, eventually, you know, to get a lot of times, you break. Especially that's like a really big offensive line. You know, quarterback is as good as runners. There's, um, you know, a country at that position. So you know, it's really challenging when we put ourselves in that spot. You we know, kind of had a one-dimensional in the first half. We gave one-yard
2: Lane, you, you mentioned...
4: You talked about Perkins and you can't get a defense, young player, something that's going to be a counter Who do you think that can be for him going forward? I thought Perkins made uh, a lot of plays today. I um, was hoping he'd be kind of you know, like the LSU guy when we played LSU last year. He hadn't started yet, the freshman. and All of a sudden they played him against us, and he the guy looked like the best player in the conference. So we are hoping he could give us that score because one of the few players we have that can catch this guy. So I'd like you the impact right away. Okay. And he made and trying to spot
1: his quarterback. Lane, you mentioned third down being a problem. What are you
3: seeing that's that's causing that? Is there a common thread that you can point to? Well,
4: we got to coach better Um help the better things. These guys always, for years and years, being good on third down. Like have you know, got to the things. Man-to-man, we win it man-to-man. We've got good rushers, especially at home. So we kind of fed into that a lot of third down.
3: Another big game next week. Uh, How do you just get the point and the guys to just set up for this? I'm not there yet.
4: This was really discouraging to come in here. I really thought this was our shot to meet these guys. um, But we saw there were some things that we could do and get it a today. So we'll work on next week, I guess I am. Wayne, Alabama seemed vulnerable this year. um, have been with Satan. Well, what does he do? I guess to um, you know motivate his team in these type of situations. Uh, I just like playing them after they played more. He's the best in the world at that. Um, and I kind of think that he would act one way and they don't play I'm sure you can say he said they did play well him last week in you know, South Florida. He does a great job getting them back using what everybody says. You know, all you guys seeing the dynasty go, it's good and more uses that all week. And, you guys come out um, playing really well.
3: Coach, it was only one play, but do you think that field goal miss in the first half had any kind of energy shift for you and Algo? I mean, uh, I, just, I think it did a little bit. It a four-point
4: game. Um, there'd be some momentum. I don't think that was really big. I felt our locker was good at halftime. i um, like to be in this type of game, a you know, one-point game. and um, I really think the shift that there was two plays there. You know, we moved the ball, passed the field. said we're going to play aggressive. We said we're going to.
3: Uh, I haven't. I've
4: been in this place and lost 12 to 10 with the field. The open, the open, the open. So I said oh, I wasn't going to do that again. So we took a shot, and, guess you the know, like other guy you know, made a really good play. And he um, basically, on the next series, took a shot exactly the same over our safety's head. So I think that's really where we're at. And I still think we're in a game. Hard out, but quite open, got really interesting. Well, so that, I'll of today that you you off? Uh, Not really. I, mean, I say this every year. They're bigger than I remember every time, but uh, these guys we can't, we can't play the game very long against the
1: You, you touched on it there a little bit. How big is the athleticism delta between, between them and, and your guys? Talked about some of those slower first half starts and then kind of turning it on in the second half. Just, did you, what kind of confidence do we have going into halftime 7-6 kind of in that position? Not a lot. We've
4: been a really good second half team, 123, I think, this year. Obviously, it's such a small on today, but um, I, I felt good about that. The play counts got off, got off balance because we weren't going to have down.
2: I'm
3: going to do one more. Anything else? All right. Thanks, Coach Jackson. That was Lane Kiffin. I know audio was whatever. I'll do my best with that for the uh, the podcast from an editing standpoint. The mics never really get picked up in there, and it's always a weird environment. He's not the loudest guy either. Yeah, he's whispering. There's a lot of stuff that's uh, at play in those things. So apologies for that. But that was Lane Kiffin, as I said, up on uh, – up in podcast form as fast as possible in all podcasts on MPW w, digital brought to you by Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea, and packs a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion Especially when cheering for your favorite team, whether you're tailgating in the stadium, parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home. Twisted Tea is there to elevate your experiences, compliments your love for college football, and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Arkansas still uh, hanging in with LSU early in the second quarter. Hogs up 3 nothing with the ball there in baton rouge
2: i think they're inside the lsu 30 30 ish 25 30 ish after that run right there oregon state within 14 7 i saw south carolina's up seven nothing i'll pull up some scores don't need the old miss stats broadcast any longer i can change that window i think
3: uh Oregon Utah knocked off UCLA fourteen to seven, by the way. Yeah, Oregon
2: beats Colorado
3: forty two to six. It was thirty-five to nothing at halftime. Um Dion to his credit after the game called it a old fashioned butt kicking. That's fair. It's fair. Uh around the SEC right now,
2: as we mentioned, Arkansas leads LSU three nothing. Uh Florida leads Charlotte thirteen to nothing. Georgia leads UAB seven nothing. Missouri leads Memphis seven nothing. Uh, South Carolina leads Mississippi State seven to nothing. You know the old Miss Alabama score. Tennessee beat UTSA forty-five to fourteen. That's a cover for the Vols. Texas A&M defeated Auburn twenty-seven to ten. That's a cover for the Aggies. It and is. Kentucky beat Vanderbilt forty-five to twenty-eight, which is a cover for the Wildcats. Did they cover? Yeah, that was 14. 14, fourteen. somewhere in there. So thank you to uh, Mr. Stoops and the fine people in Lexington. Because I was going to get really pissed if Vanderbilt covered the damn line after just uh, saying, "Hey, I'm 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 done." They have quit. They're done.
3: It's it's September. Two and 10, 0 and eight. Yeah, yeah. That's where it's headed. They are playing in that construction side of a stadium up there while they're doing the renovations. And look, the renovations look pretty good, but the visiting. Um, the visiting lock, uh, interview room In Vanderbilt Was in a construction site So mm-hmm. while they were doing The interviews People with hard hats And construction Were just walking Through the room And doing their Their construction work <laughs> On the Saturday afternoon really? Yeah no, It's unbelievable I saw Kentucky media Talking about it going Um Yeah come on A little, little, little strange here Yeah a little bit So Come on uh, uh,
2: Washington State scores again They're up 21 to 7 now Over They're rolling a little uh, bit Over, little over there The beloved Beavers the, pack, the packs.
3: You know, I adopt a team and they lose. It's just the way it works. Is it something about the orange and black? You keep grabbing orange and black teams. Like who? Like the Bengals oh, yeah, and Oregon true. State? <laughs> that's true. And then Burrow gets hurt. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, even the Bears have dark color gray. I mean, right. orange. You're, you're, Only you're, Carson's sticking with the Bears. I'm, I'm done. He's still trying to do that? He's trying. I mean, what the...
2: That's a hell of a throw I right I guess, there.
3: you know what, Carson, and, and he's catching strays right here, and I apologize, <laughs> is yeah. he probably needs to do that a little bit because he did adopt Chelsea out of nowhere. So, like, let's grab somebody who's not but the now, Yankees.
2: He, he did that as, like, a 10-year-old. <laughs> just so saying. Good, he, he deserves a break there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hell of a throw right there from Jefferson. Oh, that's big time. I'm not sure if
3: his foot's in. Yeah, it's in. That's a catch. It's. Late May. Who are you pulling for? That's the Lakers and the Blackhawks. Okay. Good. Awesome. The Yankees. Nice. Yeah,
2: right. LeBron.
3: <laughs> Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah. It's still going to be a crazy environment on Saturday. It's, it is. It's, again, it's one game. They're back at home. Well, and look, Jeffrey makes a great
2: point. This might just be today's college football.
3: Oh, I think it is week to week. Where
2: you just don't know what the hell anybody is other than the cream of the crop. And even them. I mean, a week ago, Arkansas loses to BYU. And now they're... Trying to be two scores up on LSU in Baton Rouge. That was not a good play call. That was not a good play call. That was very similar to the... the,
3: um, That was very similar to the two-point conversion play call. It was. That two-point conversion, that had nothing to do with him trying to... Look at my Beavers. Let's go. Well, they better get going. They're down two scores. They, Saban was kind of in the analytics book on that because what it allowed him to do was get up that second score where you're not lingering, where if Ole Miss scores twice, they win the game. It's only a tie. It mattered to go to 10 right there. Yeah. Like, you already had eight. So yes. you've already got the two point conversion thing.
2: The difference between eight and nine is
3: it's big, but ten it's is kind of yeah yeah, 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 yeah. There was I I just thought that was a a smart analytical play more than anything else. Oh, yeah, good. So it's,
2: it's gonna be another opportunity for uh, Caroline's friend Cam the kicker.
3: Is he gonna try to kick the field goal here? I would
2: assume they'll bring out Cam Little to kick the field goal. And yes, I do cheer for Cam the Kicker, so you get cheer you, for you, all kickers. Get your shot in now, but I know this kicker, and my daughter knows this kicker, and they're they're friends, and so I do cheer for the kicker because you cheer for all kickers. I there. do cheer for kickers. I feel bad when kickers miss kicks because I think about their parents. That
3: ball did not come off Caden Davis's foot right at the end of the first half. That no, was kind of a shank. It, it was, it was a low and yeah. yeah, that was not that was that was not struck correctly. Good job, Cam. He did kick it in six. Nothing Razorbacks. Just happy for Cam. Caroline
2: says he's very nice. They made a, they made an A on the project that they worked on together.
3: Tough so, life is a kicker because it goes well until it doesn't. And then, goes well until it doesn't.
2: And when you miss the kick against Texas A and M, that cost you the game. And the professor's making kind of a the professor's making fun of you
3: in the class. Oh really? On
2: Monday? Oh yeah. He got that? Oh yeah. And the press, professor didn't know that the kid was in the class.
3: Hold on a minute. He didn't know the kid in the class. He didn't.
2: Was, he was one of those big classes, yeah, the lecture classes, and he didn't know that the kicker was in the class and. He's talking about the kicker missing the kick. Oh, good God. And the, everybody in the class is like, hey, stop, stop. And so finally, someone said, he's in the class, stop. And so he, he said, I've heard a lot worse. He oh, goes, um, this isn't that bad. I Trust me, I've seen a lot worse in the last 48 hours. And that's when you feel bad for the kid. Come on.
3: The mentions going into oblivion. Or Bolivia? No, she's not dating. She's not dating the kicker. They're just they're just friends. That's a terrible story, though. Yeah, you think you're safe in the econ class or whatever, and here you go. Yeah, he's been willing to come on the
2: podcast, but I've said I don't. Probably not the best idea. Probably wouldn't go over very Two well.
3: Two weeks from now sounds good. We'll preview it on <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. Sure,
2: sure. And then he <laughs> makes the forty-eight yarder to win, and then yeah, <laughs> and I'm done as a business person. No. I mean, no, it's not not good.
3: There will be any screenshots of you and the kicker on the no, Zoom the next, no. day, the next.
2: Nobody day. would use that against us. No, that wouldn't go bad. No chance.
3: <sighs> what are you guys? I mean, are, what 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 is the? I mean, I know the mood, but do, are you still watching football? Or are you? Have you poured alcohol? Are We doing beer? Are We doing liquor? Like, what 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 is kind of the the post mortem after that game for everybody in the stream? What are you? What's the what's the deal? Cuz like I said when the, I give all you guys credit and I appreciate you and I love you and every single one of you and I wish there was 10 times as many of you when the Saints lose I get away from media period. I don't want to see it or rehash it or like I I'm 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 out. Turning on like a movie or something. I mean it it's
2: all right, so here's the thing. we open the phone lines and they get goofy. I just everybody y'all have to understand about the phone lines we We get eighty percent of the people bitch about the phone lines. Is that about right? yeah, that's fair about eighty maybe more than that. There's a handful that like them I'm gonna leave this up to I'm gonna leave it up to Chase because if i do it if i do it i know jason's
3: kidding i know by the way marshall beat uh tech today georgia tech no no no, virginia tech oh. so james madison definitely the best team in virginia at this point
2: oh for sure for sure
3: that's two wins for huff at marshall now and beat notre dame last year and now beat virginia tech this year Oregon State doesn't You know so what Huff Huff is a secret
2: sneaky candidate for the Michigan state job. Oh really? Yeah.
1: Oregon State Not State's, a secret,
2: I shouldn't say. He's a he's a sneaky candidate. As
3: much as I respect their program because I do, I think Oregon State is an incredibly undervalued program in the country. Their uniforms make me think they should go to the Mountain West.
2: They do have Mountain West uniforms. Those are bad uniforms. Those are Mountain yeah. West suits. The black pants. Like what do you think about Arkansas's red pants tonight?
3: is that what they're doing I didn't even notice
2: they're red on red
3: I do like this if you're going to do it put a stripe on them. see I actually think the stripe hurts them because it's so because it's monochrome I think you're better off I think you're better off just being monochromatic at that point and, and just going, just going solid red. red pants yeah I actually for some reason think the you could put the like the little hog on the hip or something yeah I think the white stripe actually oddly hurts theirs whereas it would definitely help old Mrs. white on white I will tell you this as we get ready
2: to start talking about LSU for a week. Uh Their offense looks really out of sync right now. Now, Arkansas's defense is a little better than it's getting credit for because of what happened against BYU last week. They held BYU to under 300 yards. But LSU looks really out of sync offensively through this play. Six minutes and 22 seconds to go in the first half. A lot of time left, obviously. and I think LSU is going to pull away, but
3: it's my deal with Daniels is it's not he's good he's very good he can be he can be elite he can be explosive he doesn't feel like a consistent title winning quarterback I mean he that, feels a step below the ability to just do it and do it and do it and go win a title that
2: was a hell of a throw but
3: that was a hell of a throw it, Yeah,
2: I'm curious to see what this call is I wonder if they is it defense or offense
3: yeah, I damn, Nelson, you're not putting Iowa on a television.
2: I need to. I'm, they're going to play LSU next week, so I'm putting there. No, it you can't move that. And then I've got Oregon State. I need to move Oregon State.
3: on. I mean, has Oregon State eclipsed Iowa? I mean, are you I've, falling out because they don't score points? I mean, they're kind of boring. We'll we'll, we'll turn to Iowa for a minute. We ought to turn to. Mississippi. We're not tying it, We're we're not turning to Memphis and Missouri. That is for no, sure. No, we could turn to Mississippi State.
2: Yeah, whatever. Notre Dame. There's a lot of good games, on. let's see what I was doing. Okay, let's see what the Hawk they're not are doing. scoring points. That's what. Well, that's really. for sure. Zero zero.
3: That's my boys. That's right. a. F- now why are we wearing black pants? Yeah, I know everybody's talking about that. Yeah, and they're not wearing yellow pants. All right. So
2: there's LSU breaking out.
3: What was that penalty? Was it on? Oh, it was, and that's a horse collar.
2: Oh, yes, yeah, for sure, a horse collar. Um, it was defensive pass interference. Oh.
3: Yeah, what is – so it's black pant, way too big yellow stripe. Yeah.
2: Whoa. What are you doing? No wonder you're going to lose. You can't wear uniforms like that and win the game.
3: Your teams are in bad suits tonight. I, I don't know what the deal is. They're in really bad suits tonight. What are we doing? Oh, that was, The whiteout at Penn State looks damn good, though. It does. It looks awesome. That's a huge stadium. I mean, that looks really good. Beaver Stadium, right?
2: Isn't that correct? I think it is Beaver Stadium.
3: Yeah, yeah. Penn State wins the the uniform. Penn
2: State's uniforms are good. I mean, you're traditional and you just stick with it, and it's solid.
3: Yeah, Iowa. The stripe is way too big because when you first look, you're not sure if they have white pants on with some sort of weird black stripe. I mean, yellow pant with with black stripe. It's bad. Two lane up on Nichols, twenty four to nothing, with uh, three minutes to go in the second quarter. That's uh, that's Richard Cross's game this week. It's the Colonels and the Green Wave? As someone just said about Ole Miss, said the thing is,
2: is that this is this was Ole Miss's best chance to win the West.
3: Well, because it's the last chance to yeah. win the West. So, best, yes.
2: best chance in a long time. I don't know if that's true or not. Because
3: no, one, everyone's flawed.
2: Can Kiffin rally this team? That's Clay. That is the Clay, question. That is the question.
3: I mean, look. Yeah, we can ramble on and on and on, but that—that that is one hundred percent the question, no doubt. And but we don't know yet. I don't know because you look through this thing and he did, real quick. He
2: didn't rally last year's team,
3: and, and and this is worth. I want to make exactly sure. So let's do it real quick.
2: Missouri up seven three.
3: South Carolina up seven nothing. I'm not counting 2020 because there was never any expectation at all. And that was such a weird year. I, I'm not even putting yeah. that into the he, – he did a good job in 2025, yeah, whatever.
2: Just, just give him an A and move on. Yeah,
3: They go 10-2 and two in the regular season. And to their credit. But again, okay, so I think he's one-on-one on one because I think you have an answer that's a yes and an answer to no. There's no doubt last year they did not rally. They yeah. got bad. They had off the field stuff with Kiffin, whatever. Whatever you want to say, they did not play good football after losing to Alabama. Yes. They lost a close game to Alabama. We'll see if that matters. Don't know. Popcorn game, 21. They get beat 42 to 21. Mm-hmm. Much like this year, they had opened with three non conference games in 21. They beat Louisville up, they beat Austin P., and they beat Tulane up. They played Alabama. They got beat 42-21, and they ran through the next three games winning them. They uh, The next three games after losing to Alabama in 21 was playing number 13 Arkansas and winning 52-51, winning in Knoxville the golf ball game 31-26, and then beating LSU up pretty good 31-17 in Oxford. Now, the Auburn game was after that, and Corral got hurt, and it got weird, and they lost 31-20. But he did win three impressive games right after Alabama in 2021. Here's the key, though. So, one and one As much as we talk about 22, we got to give him 21. Gets credit for that. No problems. Okay. That team had Matt Corral and Sam Williams on it. Veterans, leaders,
2: invested dudes. That's the word. That's the word. Matt Corral had been at Ole Miss a long time. Matt Corral had been through hell at Ole Miss. Sam Williams had been at Ole Miss a long time. Ole Miss had stuck with Sam Williams when a lot of people wouldn't have stuck with him. They were invested. They'd been in Oxford a long time. They regrouped. I mean they out- carried it. Outside of offensive line and Cedric Johnson, who's been at Ole Miss a long time? That's it. Ashanti Sistrunk. Yeah. A handful of dudes. Sure. I'm not saying that none of the transfers are going to play hard, but he's
3: got to get guys to there isn't that back. I, it's a big week for Dart. It's your team. Your coach did all this stuff. Your team. It's a big week,
2: and Jackson can't keep getting hit like that. By the way,
3: yep, yeah, he, 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 he tough as nails, but woo. He did get down. He in started the second. sliding he late. Did. I mean. I mean he lost his helmet twice. I mean one hit he took. God, it's a wonder he didn't knock his teeth out. Got the face mask early, wasn't called. I mean he he had some hit some very difficult hits there.
2: They drop a pass. Yeah, they're worried about that Iowa defense, man.
3: Line up for a field goal. That might be enough. Look at you. You know that's a, such a cheap shot. Alex right Felkins now. lining up four for five on the season, had a fifty two yarder blocked last week. Such a cheap I don't know shot they played court. last week. I don't know. Penn State? Yeah.
2: I don't remember. Yeah, I do, because I won. I bet on them. Uh, They played at Illinois. They covered? Yeah. This is 46-and-a-half yarder. Is that Manny Diaz on the Penn State staff?
3: I don't know. Is that where he's at? It looked like him crouching down just then. Snap the hold and the kick is snuck in the left upright. Uh, that's good. Damn it! Three nothing. Nittany massive, Lions. That's
2: a massive deficit now. It is. <sighs> what a mountain to climb. Uh, LSU scored by the way six three in that game late in the first half in uh, Baton Rouge.
3: You get your TV ready for the Solheim Cup singles tomorrow, Neil. Uh,
2: my my plan, Chase, is to get up in the morning and get my run in and then turn on Tottenham Arsenal okay. at 9 a.m. Right. and try to get see how much of 10 thoughts
3: I can get done. Do you even know what the Solheim Cup is? I think it
2: feels like a golf
3: tournament. <laughs> it
2: does. Okay. <laughs> it's like the warm-up to the Ryder Cup.
3: It is the women's version of the Ryder Cup. Oh,
2: there you go. Yes. Look at me. That's a victory.
3: And it's tied 8-8 going into singles tomorrow. Oh, damn. How about that? It's pretty dramatic. I mean, got popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Early in the morning, they're over there somewhere. Oh, yeah.
2: 100%. So what's your guess? What's the uh, what's the week look like for Ole Miss? What's, what's Lane like this week? I think week?
3: he's going to try to level it. I think he's going to try to be very stable this week. Mm-hmm. Reserved to an extent. He's going to give Alabama a lot of credit. He's going to talk about what they didn't do well. He's going to speak to his team about improvements they have to make this week. I think that's the plan. I, th- I think the plan will be to just simply be straightforward about what is possible. What you need to clean it up, because look, it was on you. Made too many mistakes. Game was winnable. It wasn't one of these weeks where Alabama popped you and went, my God, they're just this elephant up here the weekend. No, 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 you did it. So you gotta, you've got you got to confront that tomorrow. And then you got to, as he always talks about, and then he does really well normally outside of the Alabama game last year, just throw it in the trash. Be done. Move on. Get on with it, because LSU's waiting right here, and LSU's giving you film that shows you it's not amazing over here. What?
2: Gary Wunderlich's tweet. Castles are crumbling. Great loss, coach. Maybe we'll only lose by one position next week at Lane Kiffen. That's odd. He did him no favors. He did himself no favors with the tweet. The tweet on Monday morning. Oh, well, it's the fan frustration, too. It takes a thing. lot to shock it's, me. You've known me a long yeah, time, yeah. right? I don't get shocked very often. I'd gone for my run. I'd strapped up the dogs, taking the dogs for a walk, I grabbed my readers and I'm kind of perusing through Twitter a little bit as I'm walking the dogs and I come across that tweet and I literally stopped. Did you? I did. And looked at it and went, Why? Cause I'm an advocate for Bama Respect Week. Publicly. Now privately you say something different, but publicly, you just do Bama Respect Week. They're awesome going to be really hard. They're the best. they what, what, what
3: he also does, yeah. go, 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 blah, blah, blah. Toughest place in the world to play. Best player. Blah, 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 blah. But
2: when you tweet Castles crumbling, all the Bama respect week in the world doesn't cancel that out. It's like the weighted scale
3: thing. No, you've been shooting a BB gun, and suddenly in the other direction, you took a bazooka, and you went, ah, right, well, I did yeah. eight shots
2: of that. Well, no. I mean, you took, like, the big F-39 that got missing in South Carolina, and you're like, hey, we're going to fire that <laughs> bitch and see what happens. Why? I mean, I just, I looked at it and went, but, but why? And that still is my question, but why? And his answer would be, well, I was just being funny or whatever, but that's, you, you, you wrote a check that you couldn't cash.
3: I mean, you messed with Kevin still all week and Kevin still got you today.
2: And look. No one's going to get mad at me when I say this. I know people connected to Kevin Steele. I got a text from someone just literally as the game ended. I'll read it to you. Oh, okay. No, I can't say who it's from. It's someone kind of in the coaching fraternity. Quote, ran that mouth and got his ass spanked. Ten points. Steele shut his ass down. If he had moles, they didn't help his ass. why stir it up? It's a fair question. Why stir it up? Was that the reason they lost? Kiffin's tweet, by the way, uh, 24 minutes ago, sorry to let you guys down. We blew that one came to win and didn't get it done. Put it on me, not our players. At Ole Miss football, also give credit, Alabama football played really hard something exp of defense. I see means especially defense. I will miss this matchup. It's a picture of Knox on the sideline.
3: It's a good start. It's a good start. It's a good start. I said, I think it's very level this week. I mean the good news
2: for Ole Miss is you don't play them next year. If you do play them next year, it's gonna be either in the SEC championship or in the playoffs. Yeah. So it would mean you had a great year. It's a
3: it's a mental game it's for a, Ole Miss. It's at this a point. game
2: Lane doesn't need to play.
3: He, he, he can't get it He literally. Well look it was early on out. and I is the it is basically the only thing I even tweeted about today is Ole Miss had all the momentum in the world. They seemed to be controlling it. They had the lead, they got the ball back after an Alabama screw up. And he did that weird formation thing and got yes, off schedule. Yes. And they were five yards behind and it went, just play. It was You're better illegal, right now. It was
2: in a legal shift yeah, and it just looked just play. It looked weird and it was like, why, why what are you doing? Just play. He yeah. was
3: the version of Freeze throwing the Laquan reverse. And it's like, no, stop.
2: Just yeah, play. Just play the game. It was let's put Robert at fullback. Yeah. Because why not? Well, because he shouldn't. That's why not. Because he got a concussion. Because it's not what he plays. Just do your
3: thing. You had just driven down the field. You just scored. You looked good doing it. You have the lead in the ball. Don't do something that gets us off schedule on first down. Yes, 100%. I thought even then I went, oh, see, same thing. Just, eh. It's not there. Yes.
2: Well, Boy, the people that thought LSU was just going to roll over Arkansas, Henry's, um, we were wrong.
3: Six three razorbacks, yeah. two seventeen to go first half.
2: KJ's very composed tonight, and Arkansas's kind of doing what it does well offensively. Now the flip side is they've left points on the board. But they they,
3: they could have fourteen right now. They're kind of comfortable being kind of like their mascot a little bit, uh, dirtying it up and making it ugly and
2: Rocket Sanders did not make the trip. Um what I read today is that he's getting closer and they think he could probably play next week at, at Texas A&M. Okay. Arlington, and I, I guess they know. Yeah. In Arlington. Yeah. I guess that technically it's a home home game for Arkansas. Is it? I think so because they only have three conference home games in Fayetteville. No, he's kind of doing his thing. He's quietly had a hell of a career there. He's never had a lot around him, but he's had a hell of a career there.
3: I don't blame Dan Lanning today. Because he's not going to face Colorado again. They're going like it, it's what difference does it make? Beat him up, got his players, whatever, talked to his recruits, talked to mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I got no problem with what landing did today. I feel like there's a butt coming.
2: No, 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 just people uh, talking
3: about it. I mean, a lot of people going, ah, you know, no, no. No.
2: No, it's his job to win games. Yeah. No. A great quote. They're here for clicks, we're here for wins. The story's not. This game's not played in Hollywood. This game's played on the grass.
3: I mean, yeah, Dion's talked a lot, and he gave all the credit in the world. And was catch fine that? after the game. He did catch it. Yes, might be thirteen three here. Is it offensive pass interference? I don't know. Oh, they're saying incomplete. I thought he called it. I couldn't tell. Okay. Bad pod, I know, but... It's fine. Whatever. At this point. That's the way yeah.
2: those work. Oh, did did South Alabama lose? To whom? They played uh, Central Michigan. Oh, really?
3: Is Michael Wayne still there?
2: Yes. Okay. Not a bad program. No, no, not bad at all.
3: Yeah. Has it? Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't... I just... I
2: couldn't tell there. Let's see. Definitely Interference. Ball is.
3: I think that's That's a catch. catch. I think that's a catch. I
2: think that's a touchdown.
3: We're watching Arkansas number 17. I don't know who it is. Uh, Catching a ball into the end zone, it appears.
2: Broden is his name. He's got a foot down, got a knee down. And
3: I think he rolls over with the ball intact. And the ball
2: is still in his hand. That's a touchdown.
3: Yeah, I think so, too.
2: Definitely has foot in. Definitely has knee in. So it's a matter of was the ball still moving when he turned. But it can be moving the, as long as you foot. have control of it. Foot is in. Knee is in.
3: I think I, I would rule that a catch.
2: I think I would too. Definitely interference. Foot, knee. And then
3: continuation, but you have it.
2: I think that's a touchdown. He takes his other hand and touches it. and maybe I think that's, that's okay. Maybe that's going to let it.
3: By rule, that should be fine
2: uh austin thank you for the super chat he says thank you for giving us a place to hang out after that disappointment much love to you guys uh thanks for covering the school i love we appreciate you guys being here more than you know so uh, we appreciate it to all of you i hope we express that enough times because we we do chase had a really good tweet this morning that expressed that and i completely agree Arkansas thinks it's a touchdown because they're going to go for 2. They're already calling for the 2-point play.
3: Yeah, I, I would that's what I would call.
2: Here we go. Touchdown. touchdown. Yep.
3: 13 so 12 or 14 to 3 here in a second.
2: 48 seconds to go uh in the first Penn State trying to trick play. Doesn't work against my boys. No sir. Uh, uh
3: nope, nope, no, nope, nope,
2: no, no. nope, nope. That Hawkeye's defense, baby. It's not how you win. Well, boy, what would – okay, let's – while we have a minute, because we'll, we'll stop probably when these games go to the half, or this game goes to the half. What would an Arkansas win over LSU due to next week's game here? For the record, I think LSU will come back and win the game, but
3: let's just play, play it out. For it the should give Ole Miss of. every bit of oxygen imaginable because then you're going, hey, guys, just keep winning – And see if Bama will help us out because they are gettable and see if somebody else gets them. Get LSU. Yeah. So you got them out of the way. Yeah. In theory. Now, you got a big group of bulldogs down the road, but that's not today's problem. No, it's it's for down the road. You try to recover
2: one week at a time.
3: Yeah. And it's, hey, we got two home games in a row. LSU just lost to them last week. So beat both of them and you're there. Hey, am and has got some quarterback issues. You start talking yourself into it. No, it's huge for Ole Miss because it's also deflating for LSU. LSU loses tonight. Their national title hopes are done. So oh, uh, for sure they're done. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's September and so it's over.
2: His his qu- his challenge in Baton Rouge is getting his guys to come back and play. Because hey, you're now not going go to Oxford. No, yeah, no, no, no. I mean you can still play for the SEC title, but you're not going to the national championship with two losses. Not in, not in this environment.
3: And you're not going. And you're not winning the West when you lose to Arkansas. You're just not. No, somebody no, no, else no. no, no. You to.
2: Absolutely. An Arkansas team that just
3: lost. So the no, 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 no. Ol- Lane Kiffin should be begging for an Arkansas win right now. It would breathe life back into this thing. I would think so. Probably helps the Ole Miss fan base a little bit, too. Hey, no, hey, it's cool. And it gives Arkansas a
2: ton of confidence going into Texas A&M next week and makes that game a monster. That up. Makes yeah. that
3: game a monster game. Yeah, muddies that up. So ten points, 48 seconds to go. They, here. Just,
2: they just kicked it, by the way. They did not go for two. They were calling to yeah, go for two. Yeah, that makes sense
3: to me. You had nine. Go to ten. Ten and 11. That makes no sense.
2: Yeah. Sometimes you try to stay on track and get 14, so you go, hey, we have two touchdowns. But, like, screw it. Just get the
3: point. Tomorrow, um I don't know what the T V markets are. Uh Saints Packers tomorrow, Chargers, Vikings tomorrow, Colts, Ravens tomorrow, Titans, Browns, Falcons, Lions, Texans, Jags, Broncos, Dolphins, Pats, Jets. Is that the Metcalf kid that Ole Miss recruited for a
2: while? Is that for uh TJ Ar- Arkansas? Is that I think that is, is, is that that Terrence's where Terrence's nephew?
3: I think that's right, okay. yeah. That's what I thought. Bills, so DK's, commanders. PK's cousin. Correct, yes. Panthers, Seahawks, Cowboys, Cardinals, and then your national games Pittsburgh against the Raiders. And then dual Monday night games this week. You got uh, Eagles at Bucks and Rams at Bengals. And that's Rams at Bengals with no burrow? Uh,
2: it sounds like no burrow. Okay.
3: LSU calling a timeout with 38 seconds to go, and they just got into Arkansas territory.
2: Yeah, they've got all three timeouts. LSU's going to win this game. LSU's going to win the game. KJ's playing really well, though. Which Kansas is,
3: beat BYU today. The Jayhawks 4-0. and
2: Yeah, first time in forever. First game,
3: time back-to-back since 1915.
2: Game day will be in Lawrence, by the way.
3: Is it Lawrence? I thought that game was in Austin. Isn't oh, it Texas, I don't know why I thought. I, Isn't I thought, it Texas, Kansas in Texas?
2: You might be right. For some reason, I heard it was Lawrence, but I could be wrong.
3: Uh, yeah, September 30th, 2.30, Kansas at Texas.
2: Oh, so it's going to be in Austin if Texas wins. Who are they playing? Baylor tonight. They'll win. Iowa just fumbles. Or the, they didn't fumble the punt, but the punt hit someone's back.
3: Is there an update on the Texas Tech quarterback, the kid that was good against Ole Miss last year? He was had to have his leg mobilized today during their game, Oh no! and I haven't seen any update on him. They got beat by West Virginia.
2: That's no good. Uh, Let's see. Caroline's picks and Greg's picks. Let's see. Caroline had uh, Texas A&M. Greg had uh, Auburn. Yeah, touchdown LSU. They're just so explosive, man.
3: So 13-10 at the half now.
2: Caroline and Greg both had Kentucky. Caroline had Colorado. Greg had Oregon. They both had Utah. They got that right. Caroline had Alabama. Greg had Ole Miss. They both had Tennessee. Caroline has LSU in the Arkansas game. Greg has Arkansas. Caroline
3: has Washington State. I don't know. So she's doing pretty good. She's off she's having a pretty good week. I know it's back to back weeks for game day or big noon kickoff. There are two now. Um I wouldn't I know Kansas is an awesome story. That's not where I would go. I would go to Durham if Notre Dame wins tonight.
2: Yeah, I think I would too. Go to Duke. Duke's
3: yeah. 4-0. They beat UConn 41-7. to They're going to be ranked like 16th in the country tomorrow. Haven't done that in forever. I'd go to Durham.
2: Yeah.
3: Lost fumble at the Penn State 18 and muff punt by return covered by Penn. That's not how you win games if you're the Hawkeyes. No,
2: it's not how we do it.
3: You don't give away possessions in the red zone.
2: What LSU just did is what makes them so dangerous, though, is their ability to deep strike you, to, to –
3: Busted coverage, bust got lost play. in the zone. Yep,
2: yep. That's what they do well. They're so athletic offensively that they can, they can struggle and struggle and struggle and then hit you. That's well, what unless couldn't do to that, they couldn't bingo. get down the
3: field. Bingo. Bingo. It's 100%. It's what they
2: just. And so you watch a game where Arkansas is having to drive and drive and drive and drive and drive, and, drive and LSU goes
3: boom. I am so boom. sick of these 40 point lines with Georgia because they can't freaking score. Yes. It is seven seven with ten minutes to go in the second quarter against UAB,
2: and they'll eventually run away with it. But, sure, but they, they've got issues offensively. Yes, Caroline picked LSU. Caroline is a lot like her dad. She she <laughs> she will put she will put uh, winning ahead of loyalty.
3: <laughs> Ole Miss had scored twenty plus points in thirty nine straight games, regular season games, prior to today. It's a large streak broken there.
2: If you're Arkansas, you take a knee here and head oh, into yeah, the half up three.
3: You have the lead, don't you?
2: Got to be happy with up three.
3: Well, yeah, they're not explosive enough to do anything else with it. So, Mm-mm.
2: no, that's they're 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 a lot like Ole Miss in that they don't have they've got a handful of good receivers, but there's nobody that really can take the top off.
3: Whatever Ole Miss had paid a bunch of people that should have just paid all that to Keon Coleman.
2: Yeah. Maybe the half million.
3: Whatever it took. Just yes. Yeah, I never The Spencer
2: Sanders money would have been better off with Keon Memphis
3: 10, Missouri 7 in the second quarter. Is Cook playing? I don't know. I don't either. South Carolina 14 13 over the Bulldogs early in the second quarter.
2: (laughs) KJ Jefferson just ran over Major Burns. Did he? Yeah.
3: And that will be the end.
2: That's the end. They're going to hit, I guess. Are they calling that timeout?
3: Why? Who? Arkansas calling a timeout. Yeah, he does some weird stuff.
2: That's asking for trouble. He does
3: some weird stuff. It's I don't even mind the guy. I know we make fun of him all the time. It's it's the dumb clock management for drink that has me like pulling for Memphis tonight. I'm like you should have lost last week. I'm annoyed with you. Now, so to go. his
2: credit, he admitted that it was boneheaded and that his well, players bailed him out. OK. I mean, I'm just saying at least
3: he did. He say it, it out loud. They yes. blow games at the if they only had to play 55 minutes, he'd be a hell of a coach. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, nothing was worse than that touchdown Auburn Jesus thing last year with the just dropping the ball.
2: But He just dropped
3: it. Yeah, okay, exactly, because the hand from God came down and grabbed yeah. it. Cook is playing, according to Matt Browning. Okay. It's on ESPNU, but. Yeah. Your Bulldogs from Ruston did okay in Lincoln today, losing 28-14 to the Cornhuskers. Is that all?
2: Yeah. Oh, Okay.
3: I think they made 1.55 million. As I true. get
2: older, I have less and less attachment to Louisiana Tech. Gotta
3: wonder what in the world they're doing. Because they're gonna get a hail mary here with five seconds to go. I mean, I
2: guess. I'm worried.
3: That, Sounds you know, like a way to get somebody hurt. That's what, what I was gonna say. If like, I were
2: them, I'd be worried that I was about to get my quarterback hurt.
3: Because he's just running around playing backyard football at that point.
2: Well, and he's just so big that sometimes he sets himself up to get really hit.
3: A hell of a career, he has.
2: He's had a really good career. He's he's he was a kid that came to Ole Miss a lot for camps. Talked to him a lot. They wanted Longo (laughs) wanted to put him at tight end. Yeah, he insisted he was a quarterback, and I think he's proven he was right. Sure, yeah, he's not great, but
3: see, there you
2: go. See, you get your quarterback hit,
3: and he almost fumbled.
2: Well, he did fumble, but he landed on top of it.
3: Yeah, just. Stop.
2: Yeah, it's just dumb. Don't be an idiot. Pittman does some weird stuff.
3: And LSU gets it after the break. Is that right? Yeah.
2: Did Arkansas get it first? Yeah. Yeah, because that could have easily been a scoop and score.
3: So 13-10. Razorbacks over the Tigers at halftime, and then the Nittany Lions 3-0 on Iowa with 11.54 to go second quarter. Barn burner there in Happy Valley tonight.
2: Penn State driving to put it away Here in the second. Ryan
3: Ferenz currently 11 points over his uh, season (laughs) average to what is needed. Yeah. The drive for 350 or whatever it is.
2: I will say this as we wrap up: 325. One game. Yeah. But the lesson from tonight might be what you just said a minute ago, which is if you're going to be portal dependent, you're going to have to be more efficient with how you spend your money. Yeah. Spencer Sanders isn't playing.
3: Whatever those six figures are, they are not helping. He threw one pass today because yeah. the helmet came off. It was one for one.
2: So very efficient, but one pass.
3: It's a lot of money that could have gone to other things. A wide out, a linebacker, defensive end, whatever. And again, it's the, this is um, setting up the week. And it's nothing against him. I thought he ran really hard today. I thought given his opportunities, he had a good game. But the NFL has shown you, should a running back be the most expensive player on your team?
2: No. If you're pro-mindset. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right? If you're pro-mindset and you're a pro-model, well, the NFL doesn't do that. They don't spend the run, the money on running backs. No. Just a, just a thought as we move forward. They spend the money on receivers, quarterbacks, tackles, defensive ends, corners. That's yeah. where their money goes.
3: I really like Notre Dame's green on green, by the way. Oh, other people are like, I'm in, I'm fine with it, and I respect Notre Dame for not just wearing the same thing every week. I'm good with. Yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. So. All right,
2: we will uh, we'll wrap there. We'll be back uh, Monday with another uh, week of podcasts. We'll get you. Uh, we'll turn the page from Alabama after this week, and we'll uh, we'll turn it to Ole Miss and uh, LSU. Again, we've been brought to you by uh, Dead Soxie. Check out their exclusive selection of NIL products at uh deadsoxy.com slash rebels and uh, as always uh stay soxy so uh, thanks to everybody for uh, joining us in the stream we really appreciate it all of you thanks to jeffrey for his time tonight um thanks to all the super chatters i don't think we touched on all of you but we certainly appreciate all of you and uh we'll be back with you monday morning with another edition of the oxford exxon podcast and a full week of podcast until then take care